Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, faithful? Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chapman, who likes to talk a lot. That's okay. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, The 49ers dynamic has completely changed today. The news of the Quan Alexander trade took place. Uh, My phone starts blowing up while I'm in the middle of class. That's okay. (laughs) Part of living the double life of a teacher slash 49ers, I don't know what, podcaster, whatever, annoying personality. But the first thing I thought was, I, I didn't care about compensation, which we'll get into. I didn't care. I was so elated. I, I I was so elated. It, it was it's the perfect thing. Congrats to our front office and the whole Quan Alexander deal, start to finish. It's gross. It's gross. You overpaid to get this guy. Now I, I'm not trying to dog on Quan Alexander at all. Um, I like him. I love his attitude. I love what he brings to the team. Legendary Quan Alexander is incredible. The problem was. Not only did he never correct his mistakes of missed tackles, but he was just too injured. Um, Perhaps if he wasn't injured all the time, uh, who knows what would have happened. Because whenever he first came on, he was incredible. You look back to the start of the 2019 season, Quan Alexander was incredible. And probably one of the truest testaments, at the end of the 2019 season, regular season, they asked all the different players, who do you think the defensive MVP was? I've told this story before. Nick Bosa, without hesitation, said, I think it's Quan Alexander because of the energy and the leadership that he brought to that defensive side of the ball was huge. And I, I love Quan. I root for the best for him in his future. But for the 49ers to get out of this contract, it's, it's mon- monumental. It's huge because now the 49ers have flexibility. We always talk about like, oh, trade for this guy, trade for this guy. Why don't you do this? You can't do it when you're broke. You literally, and if you want to know how broke the 49ers are, here's the deal. Dante Pettis, with his fumbling self, whatever else, the reason why Dante Pettis was returning kicks, the 49ers did not have enough money to promote Kevin White to the active 53-man roster. That's how little money the 49ers had because he was already promoted twice. So the next time you, if you're going to promote somebody past two times from the practice squad to the active squad, you have to keep them there. The 49ers couldn't afford that. So they had to keep Kevin White down. Dante Pettis gets carries after Hasty goes down and Tevin Coleman goes down and whatever else. And, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. 
But that's how broke they were. But now we're going to go over. You guys asked <laughs> on the Sunday um, after the game. Let's talk salary cap. Well, guess what? Uh, I've been crunching numbers, got the calculator out, all kinds of different stuff, Excel spreadsheets. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hashtag nerd alert. We're going over all that. And do want to say thank you to the countdown crew. Oh, my gosh. I see this. Brad Walker. What is up, my friend? First time. This is from Brad. First time managed to come on live. Living in England doesn't make it easy. The faithful from afar. Thank you, Brad. Really do appreciate that. And, man, welcome. Uh, any questions that you've got, first live broadcast, uh, just tag me as always. Let's get through them. This is going to be your podcast. And we're deviating completely from our regular scheduled programming because I think we have to, right? The situation has called for new things. One, the trade deadline is tomorrow. Okay, I, we're recording this Monday at 3.50 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And so that's where we're at. We have 24 hours, a little less than that, for the trade deadline. We're going to cover what are some options, what are maybe not some options. Um, and then even those options that don't happen, because obviously not all these trades are going to go down. 40 hours might be done with trades. But it's going to let you know, one, which players will need to be re-signed if they're not traded or which players might be cap casualties to be cut in the offseason so even if we don't hit the nail on the head on some of these trades that's okay because the context is important moving forward financially for the 49ers 2020 this year 2021 and even some 22 2022 numbers so we've got a lot to talk to 49ers have gone MIA. <laughs> we do have a game Thursday. There's no press conference. Watch Kyle Shanahan go live as soon as we started that. That's okay. I love you, Kyle, but I think we're going to put up some good numbers today. All right, here we go. Um, let's get into this because, gosh, it, it, it's rough. Um, Shot J, he comes out and says, man, Lady Justice just can't balance her hands when it comes to our team. You are exactly correct. And what Shot J is talking about, Man, two gigantic injuries. And I think the biggest injury is George Kittle. You know, he goes up and he makes that amazing contested catch in double coverage on the sidelines on the deep ball. Comes down, and you saw he was hobbled. <laughs> he, he got up and celebrated, but hobbled, goes into the halftime. They do an initial x-ray at the stadium, and it showed nothing. It came back negative. So we're like, whew, dodged a bullet there. However... They went and did an MRI, which is definitely a more detailed view and over on top of the x-ray, and it showed a foot fracture. This is bad news. Now, again, the 49ers have been completely mute on all things out of this. Uh, Adam Schefter is the one that's breaking the news. It's not through a Kyle Shanahan press conference or anything like that, which hasn't happened today as of now. Maybe, uh, again, as I said, they're live. But this is huge. This isn't a small sprain. This is a foot fracture. You have to allow bones to heal. George Kittle probably isn't going to play another snap in 2020 unless the 49ers make the playoffs which yeah, that's a whole nother uh, part in the Southern tradition. Kettle of crawdads, if you want to go through that. But it, it, George Kittle's out. Eight weeks, probable, that he is gone. So he's back on IR already. It's already been announced. But again, who's announcing this stuff? Um, we're, we're not, it's almost like because it's such a short week, Kyle Shanahan just put a middle finger up and said, you guys deal with whatever. So we're going off of secondhand information throughout this. 
Um, so George Kittle's out. Okay, silver lining. Gosh, Dub Phoenix. I, I'm trying really, really hard, and I know it. It is rather comical to me that I am starting to be dubbed the. Um, uh, how do you say this? Uh, optimistic 49ers podcast, which I don't feel that way a lot of times, especially this year. But I do listen to almost all the other 49ers pods out there whenever I can't sleep and insomnia strikes up. And yeah, there, there's, <laughs> it is kind of funny after I feel like I've gone on my rants and like just been so negative that I listen to another podcast and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was holding back. Okay, we're good. The silver lining is this. We, we can't have these two people in the same room for some reason. Jordan Reed practiced last week. Strong possibility Jordan Reed is activated this week and starts Thursday night. Roz Dwelly played relatively well, as he always does, um, when Kittle's not in. Roz Dwelly, for some reason, does not play well when Kittle is in. Um, and so the tight end, it's it's not obviously you're losing the best tight end in the game. But George Kittle has not had a particularly great season. Um, from George Kittle's standards, he just hasn't had it. But the sad news is it's going to knock him out of all pro contention. It's going to knock him out of pro bowl, all those things, because it's his second injury, um, which hurts. On top of that, not only is he gone, Jimmy Garoppolo, and this is huge from a whole different standpoint, okay? Everybody understands George Kittle is the future of the 49ers. Everybody understands, you know, we had Matt uh, Barrows on the podcast last week, and I asked him the question, man, can you think of a time ever a team that had a tight end as their face of the franchise, mentality, leader, all those different things. And, you know, we both agreed, no, we couldn't really think of any any of those possibilities. So you have this new situation where Kittle is the face of the franchise moving forward. We have the contract extension. He's not going anywhere. Jimmy Garoppolo, completely opposite end of the spectrum. My number one thing that I said that we need to determine in 2020, and I've said this repeatedly over the last several weeks, you have to decide, is Jimmy Garoppolo the future or not? Now, you wanted the game on the field to determine that. We don't get that option now. Uh, it's much more of a severe high ankle sprain. It's the same one, but it's much more aggravated. They are thinking it's going to take the four, the full four to six weeks. And he's on IR, which means he's going to be out for a while. We have a bye week in this. That doesn't count as the three-week minimum. You miss three games. So he's guaranteed out a full four weeks for the first time. But, you know, we rushed him back last time, rushed him back too early. Uh, then, you know, he played awful. You benched him. Then he came back, played great. Then you put him out there, he plays awful. It's just, which one are you getting? And so, you know, Mike Garofalo came out and said, it's a month at least for Jimmy Garoppolo. And with him going on IR with a bye week mixed into those three games, it will be at least a month. Now, this sucks because we're eight games in. So let's say Jimmy Garoppolo comes back in four weeks. We'll deal with Jimmy's stuff, but let's just deal with the practice of it. You're only going to have four games in the 2020 season to decide, are we keeping Jimmy or are we moving on? Some of you guys are going to be saying, why don't we just trade him and move on? That's not a possibility. Um, who the hell? wants Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. One, you have to be willing to be in contention now and think that you're a quarterback away. There's not a team that has that mindset out there. Um, Patriots, are you kidding me? Um, maybe send them to the Patriots for, what, a fourth rounder? 
Who knows? Because that contract's tied to him now. And we're going to get into the contract. But what's crazy is now with these two moves and Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle going to IR, the 49ers now have over $80 million in cap space represented on IR. Currently, $80 million, the most in the NFL. The next closest team is $50 million. We have $80 million of our cap space. It's only a $198 million cap. So almost, essentially over half of our team, almost half our team, is on IR, especially whenever you're looking at the important paid positions. This is, you know, it happens in droves. We knew right off the bat, you know, you go to week two and you start looking at that. Things got bad quick, that Jets game. But it's been so many games. It's not just the Jets game and the Jets turf. It's everywhere. We're just ankles and knees and feet. We're losing them. Is that on the training staff? What's that look like? I don't know. I don't know. So here's the deal. Let's talk about this because now you cannot assess Jimmy Garoppolo. And I hear some of you. You're saying, we already decided. It ain't him. I'm okay with that. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I've been one of the Jimmy G defenders. And, you know, we went into it a lot last episode where we said this. Look, Jimmy Garoppolo... He's as good as what you surround him with. It's the old goldfish principle, right? The goldfish grows as big as his environment allows him. You put a goldfish in a tiny little tank in your little kid's room, it's going to stay tiny. You put a goldfish in a giant lake where he's not going to get eaten, he's going to continue to grow and they get huge. That's Jimmy Garoppolo, the goldfish quarterback, baby. You surround him with greatness. You put in a great game plan. He's going to be great. You're asking him to win you games with inferior talent and injuries? Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So the question has to evolve from Jimmy Garoppolo to, okay, what will, it, what will happen if we move on? So let's talk through some of these things, okay? Let, let's talk through Jimmy Garoppolo, and let's just play the hypothetical. His contract's super easy to get out. Everybody was really upset with how much we paid Jimmy Garoppolo. You look at the numbers now, he's a damn bargain, okay? As far as a starting level younger quarterback with the upside that he has or had, whatever, I don't care. But now you can get out his contract so easy. So if you cut him in the, you know, let's say you cut him in this, this offseason. For 2021, you're on the hook for $2.8 That's it. That's how much dead money's on that for 2021, 2022, 1.4 dead million. You're out of this contract for literally $4 million spread over two years. That's fine. Cap savings 2021, you're saving $24.1 million right off the bat for one of the lowest salary cap years. Because again, based on revenue, it's dropping. It was $220 or sorry, it was going to be around $200 million. It's 198 this year. It's dropping to 176 That's the kind of basement level that it can drop to. So you're losing that much. So you can walk away from Jimmy just fine. It's not going to hurt you at all. Now, if you do walk away from Jimmy, now you got to play this game. What does that look like? You got to have a quarterback. I don't think anybody wants Nick Mullins to be the starting quarterback for the 2021 49ers. Maybe some of you guys do. You're probably Nick Mullins' parents or Grant Cohn. That's okay. You can be those people, and I support you, and thanks for listening to the podcast. But the idea is this. <laughs> CJ and Nick Mullins are not the quarterbacks of the future. I don't mind them as backups. I don't mind that at all. But 
you've got to find something. Uh, Tyson, I see this. If our injury luck continues to be this bad, where do you see us picking in the first round? Right now, we're right smack dab in the middle. We're right at about 16, 17 to 18. That's where we're at. Uh, depending on games and stuff today, it changes every week. But we're right in the middle. We're 4-4. Four and four. There's no way. I don't think the 49ers lose out. I, th I think our team is too good, um, even with all these injuries. I still think, we're, I still think we can beat the Packers, um, who are you know two or three seed. But then you've got games against the Saints. You've got the Rams. You've got Buffalo Bills. You have the Washington football team with no mascot. You could definitely win that. Dallas Cowboys, you could definitely win that. Cardinals Seahawks again. Wouldn't be surprised if you still won those late. You might get Jimmy Garoppolo back for those, but whatever. That's a whole nother argument. Worst case, let's say the 49ers bomb out this whole year. You're getting two more wins. Worst, the worst record that the 49ers could have at the end of this year is six and ten. Six and ten, you're going to be picking about tenth. That's where you're going to be. There are so many bad teams. There are so many bad teams that are not going to win games or win one or two. Jets, they've got zero wins. Cincinnati's got two wins. Houston's got one win. Jacksonville's got one win. They just benched their quarterback, Gardner Minshew. You've got the Chargers. They've got two wins, right? Atlanta's got two wins. Minnesota's got two wins. Detroit's got three wins. De then the entire NFC West. Nobody has more than three wins. So even if you go six and ten, you're not picking in the top ten. You might get that tenth tenth pick, maybe, maybe, maybe. But right now you're talking twelve to sixteen with a six and ten record because it's so top heavy the league and it's so bottom. Like there's so many good top tier teams that you're getting all these bottom dwellers. There's not a lot of parity in the NFL this year. It's it, we know the good teams all right off the bat. And we know all the bad teams right off the bat. We're one of the few teams in the middle. Here's what's crazy. Out of the entire NFL, we are the only team that is 4-4. Four and four. You got 32 teams. There's no median. There's no middle ground. We're it. We're the only 4-4 four and four team in the NFL. That's it. And, and so, again, you're getting all these top-heavy teams and all these bottom-heavy teams, and nobody's in the middle. And that leaves us. So where we're going to pick, and I'm going to go through quarterbacks and talk about kind of what's out there because, again, Tyson, here, here's the deal. If you want one of those young stud rookie quarterbacks, guess what? You're, you're not going to be in position to get them. The top three quarterbacks will be gone in the top six picks for all those teams I just mentioned. They're the ones that are going to be getting Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. I don't think the 49ers even have a shot to get one of those three guys. Now, there is a fourth guy that I do like, but here's the, here's the question. The 2021 49ers are going to be stacked. They're going to be stacked. They're going to be very, very... You're talking Super Bowl contenders bar none. That's all there is to it. Now, will they win it? We were Super Bowl contenders before the year this year, and... Golly, the Grim Reaper is our strength and conditioning staff or something because it's just insanity, all these injuries, but whatever. You look at 2021, you have to go in with the mindset, yeah, we're playing for the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Are you going to feel that way with one of those young rookie quarterbacks? No rookie quarterbacks ever won the Super Bowl. So, so you see what I'm saying? It's not as, oh, we'll just get a young rookie quarterback, develop him, move on. Our window's tight. Being successful in the NFL, it's not elongated. Even if you're talking about amazing rookies right now, the rookie of the year right now currently 
It's the quarterback for the Chargers. <laughs> that dude is balling out. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up his numbers, Justin Herbert. He's one in five. He is one in five as a starter, and he is playing lights out. He has a 15, he's thrown 15 touchdowns <laughs> in six games. That's stupid. That doesn't even, you know, put into what he's done on the ground because he's been incredible on the ground too. He's got two more rushing touchdowns. But again, one and five. Yeah, obviously, you know, there are different teams and whatever else, and you can go through that whole argument. I don't care. The best rookie quarterback this year, and you're talking to a Tonga Vailoa, which we haven't seen that much of. You're talking Joe Burrow. They don't win games. They don't win games. Now, if you put Justin Herbert on the 49ers currently, do I think we're in the playoffs? Ooh, that's a fun experiment. Um, I think we'd be a lot better than 4-4 four and four personally. But again, Justin Herbert sat for a few weeks, and the doctor punctured what's-his-name's lung, Tyrod Taylor, and then he got his chance. So, so what are you going to do? Do you feel comfortable moving in the draft, drafting a quarterback, Zach Wilson, the quarterback out of BYU? Now, if you look at almost all consensus big boards, and they're going to change, quarterbacks always fly up. He's the fourth-rated quarterback. Now, if you look at, you know, one of my favorite sites, they don't pay me to say this, but I, I whatever, uh, the Draft Network, you know, you look at their consensus big board, they have Zach Wilson as the number 64 overall prospect. So you're comfortable getting this kid because you would have to take him in the first round. You're not going to get him in the second round. Quarterbacks always jump up. So let's say you're picking 14, 15, 16. You might have a shot at Zach Wilson. Uh, I think he's a tremendous prospect. I haven't gone through a bunch of film on him. But I like him. But are you comfortable with him being your guy moving forward? I don't know, man. I don't think that's really where we want to be. Maybe maybe you do, but uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a mess. It's kind of a mess. Now, let's look at this. So those are the quarterbacks. Now, there are other options besides just drafting a quarterback, which, you know, we have those four options. But what about this? Um... Me, personally, I, I sent this tweet out earlier. I, Sam Darnold's available, and I like Sam Darnold. He's young as hell. I think he's 23 years old. He's younger than Joe Burrow still. Um, Sam Darnold is young. Now, has Sam Darnold been great? Absolutely not. Anybody that plays with Adam Gase hasn't been great. He's literally the worst coach and play caller in the NFL for decades. So let's say you go let, – let's play this out, okay? <laughs> what would it cost to get Sam? What would you have to pay in compensation to get him? And then literally what would it cost with his contract? And I think it's all doable. You know, you go back to the Josh Rosen scenario. It costs a second rounder. You know, Josh Rosen got picked in the same damn draft. Tenth overall pick. Um, Cardinals get clean slate. They bring in a new coach and they say, we're taking Kyler number one. And here's what's crazy. They took Kyler number one and still had Josh Rosen because they could not trade him before the draft. Nobody really wanted him. They end up getting a late second round pick. And that's the market value. Now you can say, I think it's going to cost a second. 49ers don't even have a third. So you couldn't pay for a third. You know, I put out this tweet and I said, would you trade if you're the 49ers, a second round pick for Sam Darnold now? It, it's right down the middle. 51% say do the trade. 49% said no. And I think we got like 700 votes in 10 minutes. So, you know, I love how active everybody is. 
But here's here's the issue. The comments all say, oh, I, I'd give up a fourth and Nick Mullins for him. Nobody wants that. Nobody's going to take that trade. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. A third, perhaps. But again, we don't have a third. So, and here's why I like this trade personally. His contract is insane. It would cost the 49ers in 2020 $1.7 We have that now because of the Quan Alexander trade. 2021, it costs $4.7 million. So again, you're talking about these two years, dirt cheap for a quarterback that's super young, has a lot of potential, and you could see, you get to see the goods. <laughs> that's the thing. You can try them out. Sit them for three weeks, learn Kyle Shanahan's system, put them in there. Let's see what happens. If it doesn't work out, guess what? You're not out major draft capital, and you're not out financial capital either. So you can go get this guy, plug him in, and see if it works. It's kind of a, a rent-to-own possibility, which don't ever do that. That's usually a bad situation financially. I teach economics as well. I should talk about that, but whatever. Um, yeah, Mr. Superfly says, more tequila tonight after the Jimmy Kittle news. Man, you're not wrong. Um, you know, Monday Night Football comes on in about an hour and 15 minutes or so, and it's just rough. It's rough. Um, but thankfully, we're the faithful, right? Um, we, we've been through rough and we've been to the top as well. So that's kind of what it is. So we're going to be all right. David Lopez asked this. So what does hashtag CC mean? I love that question, David. That means the countdown crew, baby. Um, if this is your first time joining us, go to the YouTube page, hit that notification bell. And when we go live, if you hashtag CC, which we do have a giveaway coming this week, I think I'll announce the giveaway, uh, countdown crew winner after the green Bay game. Um, we'll do it that night because yeah, we'll just do it that night. That'd be perfect. So what happens is David, every single episode you do hashtag CC in the first minute and a half of the podcast, um, you get entered in and we log all those. And then we do giveaways every month. Last month we gave away, um, a hat we did. It was our 300th episode. So we also gave away a signed Joe Montana Jersey. So I've got some more giveaway stuff coming up as well. So yeah, that's kind of where that goes. Um, so hashtag CC, come join us. We always want more people. Um, I love it. Uh, from Kimpro, I like this concept because as soon as I saw, I know we're jumping around here, but there's a lot of really good questions in here that I want to get to. Kimbro says this, we get Greenlaw and Aziz on the field with the trade. Now if we can do the same with Ford. Yeah, I think you're, you're on to something in that first part. Quan Alexander is an asset for any team. There's no doubt about it. His contract wasn't. His play on the field is good. However, Dre Greenlaw, with how well he's played outside of this last Seattle game, and Greenlaw is coming off and Aziz is coming off their worst games in their entire career, but that's okay. This assures you're going to have... As guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, from how it feels to get after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before going out. That's why when we get into our 20s and 30s and start noticing the first signs of hair loss, it definitely feels like panic time. Because let's face it, no guy is ever ready to go bald. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something while you still have hair left. Now... Here's the thing, Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never at this price. 
So here is why you need to go with Keeps. The treatments start at $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free because of this podcast. So if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash 49ers to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash 49ers, 49ERS. Thank you, Keeps, for your support of this podcast. Fred Warner. And you're going to have Drake Greenlaw right next to each other for years to come. This is great news. And a big reason why you can make the Quan Alexander trade was because you have a young, cheap replacement, Drake Greenlaw, that can step in and be just fine. Um, all right. Let's see here. Um, Nick, is there any chance Kyle sticks with Mullins from here on along as he plays competently? It is possible. Um... It is possible. You could try to send a message, you know, that you're going to stick with people. Why not let Jimmy G get healthy? But if you're going to do that, then you have to cut or try to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Can you trade Jimmy Garoppolo now with him on injured reserve? It's possible, um, but not likely. Um, it's it's not likely. Very not likely. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe Mullins. I, I'm going to be pulling for Mullins big time because I'm in the consideration now that I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the answer in the future. Now, if Kyle Shanahan sees it as, look, we're not going to be able to win with the rookie quarterback, which I understand. We're going to just roll the dice with Jimmy because we have so much great stuff around him. We're just going to surround him with as much talent and see how far he can take us. I understand that. I don't disagree with it. But man, I'm telling you right now, I would go out and get Sam Darnold. Um, that's just me. Uh, but take that for what you want. Um, Haskins, this is a question that was asked as well. Haskins is pretty cheap, but just a no from me. Uh, I don't want Haskins at all. I don't think that he is a good quarterback. Um, please, it's just not something that I want. Um, on top of that, yeah, I don't think Washington wants to trade us any more than they have to. That makes it complicated. Matt Stafford's been brought up. Why don't you go get him? His deal is a little bit of a maybe. Uh, I think the 49ers could swing it. He's got $8 million cap owed this year. We don't have that right now. Um, so currently you couldn't do that. You'd have to rework some deals. But again, Stafford's old. You look at his future deals. Stafford's due $20 million in 2021. He's due $23 million in 2022. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's really what we want there. Matt Ryan, obviously, I'm seeing his name all over the place. No way in hell would I trade for Matt Ryan, not because of his play, but because of his contract. Matt Ryan's due $77 million against the cap for the next three years. That's a lot of dang money. Um, for somebody that's 37 years old already, and turnovers galore. You're going from one of the better wide receiver cores in the NFL to here. I'm just, yeah, I, I don't really like that. <laughs> um, I don't really like the Matt Ryan thing. Um, obviously, there's going to be some more questions out there. Um, throw them out there. If there's some more people, uh, we'll look through it. Um, there's even the haymaker. Go get Deshaun Watson. Why not? It's possible. What are you going to give up for him? Um, at least two firsts, plus you've got to add some stuff to it too. It's not just two firsts. Because if you remember, the Texans gave up two firsts to go get them. And then they gave up two firsts to get their left tackle. 
So it's not as easy as, yeah, let's let's just go get two firsts and get them. You're talking, you know, two firsts and Trent Williams and, you know, you throw in Jason Verrett. Like, it's going to take a huge haul because I think he's, what, 25 years old. He's very, very young. His contract, though, would be nice because it was so front-loaded. They've already taken most of the cap hits. So cap-wise, Deshaun Watson, yeah, yeah, you could go get it. You can make those numbers work. Uh, much better than you could, you know, Matt Stafford, much better than you could Matt Ryan because the contract was so front-loaded, you can make it work for next year and the following years. But I don't think there's any way, I, I don't think there's any way that they do that. Maybe they do. If you could get them, that's fine. But then you then you understand this. Let's just say hypothetically, you go out and get Sean Watson. I would be elated. He he's incredible. You know, I I did an off season draft where they wiped every single roster, right? And they got thirty two GMs. I represented the Forty Niners with a sports writing fantasy. It well, not for fantasy football, but just whatever. Starting franchises from a new, and I had the fourth pick, and I got Deshaun Watson with the fourth pick. I was elated. Uh, the first picks were Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, and then I took Deshaun Watson. And again, it's offense, defense, all 22 starting positions. I think we did like, I think we did 30 rounds. It, it took like three weeks. It was incredible. It was a fun process. But that's how I feel about Deshaun Watson, right? I love the dude. Love the dude. So are you willing to give up two first Trent Williams and Jimmy Verrett for uh, Deshaun Watson? But then you don't have any first round picks to get a left tackle. Uh, you're going to run with Justin School. That's fine. Okay, now you don't have a cornerback opposite Emmanuel Mosley. You're going to repay Richard Sherman to come in? I don't know about that. You're going to keep Akello? You're going to draft a second-round corner to try to put in there? Okay, that's cool. Now you don't have a center. You see what I'm saying? The opportunity cost in these arguments, you're losing somewhere. You're losing somewhere. You're losing cap, you're losing draft capital, or you're losing starters. So it's not just a, oh, why don't we just do this? That's easy. I don't think there's easy options out there. Nobody's selling players for free. <laughs> Bill O'Brien's gone. <laughs> that jack wagon helped the entire NFC West, but not us. I wish we would have taken advantage of it. Anyway, um, now I'm going to get into some more uh, details on the Quan Alexander trade. Let's talk through the numbers, okay? Um, and then I'll we'll jump through a my bookie ad to give you a little break from the numbers. I don't want to make your heads explode. I've seen scanners. It was a, I don't want it to turn into a documentary of the 49ers Rush podcast. But here's the issue: the trade and here's another thing that's kind of weird. The trade details, yeah, they're a little murky, and nobody's come out and clarified it because initially Adam Schefter, who's very very reliable, it's the Shefty. He said the 49ers acquired a conditional fifth-round pick. No news has come out for what the conditions are. We don't know what the conditions are, right? So a conditional fifth-round pick. So the 49ers got a fifth-round pick and Kiko Alonso, which I'll talk about in a second, for Quan Alexander. So I tweet out immediately, oh, here's all the deals. We saved this money. We saved this money. Well, everything's negotiable. And the 49ers negotiated to pay, they didn't give the entire contract. They negotiated to keep 6.9 million dead money this year or for the 2021 year. So it's not the entire contract because basically we sold him for a 5 and Kiko Alonso. Kiko Alonso will never play one snap for the 49ers. I 
I saw a lot of people in my mentions, oh, Kiko Alonso's good. No, he tore his ACL in the playoffs. He hasn't played one snap. He hasn't been activated. He's not going to be activated. Um, the reason why we took him is that's another $850,000 um, against the cap this year to balance out the financials of the deal. That's all it was. It was a financial piece, almost like what you see in the NBA, right, where you're trading all these cap numbers around and whatever else, ca uh, cap and trade deals and whatever. Whatever. So Kiko Alonso, just throw that out. That's just eight hundred fifty thousand. Now let's focus on the hard numbers, and these are out from over the cap. These are out from Spotrack. These are out from Matt Mayoko, and they've been confirmed through lots of different people. So right off the bat, dead cap. This is money we lost, and we will continue to pay. Okay, three point nine million this year. We're paying three point nine million, which we were scheduled to pay anyway. In twenty twenty one, we're paying ten point four million. That's that six point nine dead cap that we took on we negotiated in the trade to seattle we've been saying all along you can't trade this contract and you couldn't the 49ers knew that and so the 49ers said look we'll trade the contract but we'll still pay almost seven million dollars next year for you to take them from us okay well what does that leave what's the meat on the bone that's coming back to the financials, the books for the 49ers, right? Okay, here are the 49ers savings. These are the big numbers you need to pay attention to. 2020, this year's cap, we got $891,000, so about a million, okay? What does that mean? That means we can activate somebody from the practice squad and for the rest of the year and be fine. Somebody like it, Kevin White. So now you can cut Dante Pettis, get out of here, cat boy, and now you can bring Kevin White up and you can afford that. Okay, 2021 cap savings. This is huge. $13.4 million. That's a lot of scratch. Now you're talking about going and getting a quarterback. Now you can. Now you can. Now there's a lot of other places that money's going to have to go. You're going to have to kind of budget it. Uh, <laughs> you you got to spread it thin over the bread. <laughs> you, you ever run out of like, <laughs> this is sad. I shouldn't use this analogy, but whatever. Uh, whenever you're a little kid or whatever else, and you're running out of jelly, and you know, you're know you making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but your brother or your sister wants one, you got to spread that thin, man. <laughs> we're not loading up these PB&J sandwiches to to fill us up. We're just We're just... Flavoring the bread. That's what we're doing. <laughs> um, anyway, so we saved $13.4 million in 2021 and $13.5 million in 2022. That's a lot of money. I've no <sighs> When we signed Quan Alexander, it was like, whoa, we paid how much? Um, yeah, it came back and got us. Now, the good news is we didn't get stuck and just say we've got to stay with this. Um, we actually made something back, which was great. Um, you know, it's not going to continue to kill us. And the good thing is you draft great Dre Greenlaw, you have Aziz linebacking core strong, no issues there. Definitely still a strength of this roster. And a lot of this money is going to go back to that linebacker position because Fred Warner's got to get paid next year. Um, next year is the last year of his deal. And He's going to get an extension at some point. Now, it does make it a little tricky with the 2021 cap being so low. Um, they might He might play out the whole thing and then sign him to a huge deal. But eventually, that money's finding its way to Fred Warner. Fred Warner's not going anywhere. Trust me on that. Unless, again, you're going to throw somebody like Fred Warner in for a trade for somebody like Deshaun Watson plus first-round picks. But he's an off-ball linebacker. The value's lower. Whatever. So you can kind of see the money that the 49ers have saved. They've done really, really well. Kiko's going to be a free agent next year. We're throwing him away. Don't worry about that. But here's what's gross. 
Okay, again, let's look in the rearview mirror just a little bit. The 49ers paid $23.5 million to Quan to play 13 games. 13 games. $23.5 million for 13 games. That's all we got out of them. Now, you can't predict injuries. Now, you could say, well, Quan Alexander's had a ridiculous injury past. He did. Um, but Quan Alexander only had five good games. I went back and looked. Five. Five good games. Um, I, I still believe he cost us the Super Bowl. The worst performance um, of his entire career was in the Super Bowl. Should we not have signed him? Yeah, probably shouldn't have. But you didn't know you were going to get Dre Greenlaw. Maybe Dre Greenlaw isn't as great as he is now if he didn't have time to learn behind those guys. So you kind of take that for what you will. Um, it's it, it's a mess. It's a mess. But uh, I do want to say thank you to Quan Alexander. I know he doesn't watch this show, and he won't anymore. Uh, he'll have to hit unsubscribe, unfortunately. That will break my heart, Quan. But I wish him the best luck. Amazing human being. Amazing teammate. Positive all the damn time. I, I, he's freaking incredible. I, I hope he wins Comeback Player of the Year next year, uh, if that makes sense. All the best. Him and Emmanuel Sanders now playing for the Saints. Guess what? We get to play the Saints in two damn weeks. <laughs> we just played the Seattle Seahawks, and they used our own players against us. Uh, now we get to go play the Saints, and they're going to use our own players against us as well. This is uh, life in the NFL, right? <laughs> it's what it is. So uh, we've got more. I want to talk a little bit about buying and selling in this market, and then I want to go through our cap. Okay, I still haven't touched the cap. So we've got a lot of numbers coming your way. Here's a real quick word from our sponsor. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know the NFL and the NBA, they're back. They're in full swing, which can only mean one thing. It's a winning season at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting whenever I'm putting my money on it. And if you've been betting with us, we've been doing very, very well so far this year. So stick with us. Bet on it. Use all the knowledge that we have. And let's be successful. And here's the deal. Right now, they have $100,000. You heard me. $100,000 super contest for only $10 entry. 10 bucks. You can win all that money. They're giving away $5,000 in cash prizes every four weeks. You would be crazy not to jump in there with all your knowledge. $10 to win thousands, sign me up. You too can make up and sign up at my bookie. And here's the deal. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means you put in $100, they're going to give you $100. Rollovers will be included in that. And if you have questions, please call their customer service. They'll help you with that. But the NFL, NBA, MLB, they've got it all on tap. It's never too late to get started. And if you've wanted to jump in with us, now's the best time. Head to mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers, and they're going to double your initial deposit. Thanks for the support, MyBookie. All right. So let's get through some numbers. And I've seen lots of comments. I, I freaking, there's something about quarterbacks that everybody throws out all kinds of stuff, and I love it. Uh, Andy Dalton, I'm seeing that. No. <laughs> if Andy Dalton can't uh, throw the ball with the Dallas Cowboys in that receiving core, then God no. Um, I would say no. Josh Rosen, hey, that's a super cheap option you could try. You could probably get Josh Rosen for like a six-round pick right now. That, totally cool. We just got an extra fifth. Um, again, we don't know what the conditions are. I've seen that question come up. What are the conditions on the fifth? That hasn't been released yet. I'm sure it's going to be tied to playing time, snaps, or games played. Um, what's usually a conditional fifth means uh, if certain qualifiers are met, it's a fifth. 
If not, it'll be a six-round pick or something along those lines. Again, everything is 100% negotiable, so we'll have to see kind of what happens there, but we'll have to see what happens there. Um, you know, not really sure. And let's let's be honest. Let's Let's move the meter back the other way. Uh, Steve Rowe says this, John, would we be having this conversation if Jimmy won the Super Bowl? Does the last 10 minutes determine his future? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think we would be having this conversation with what we've seen in 2020. Um, again, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is good enough to win a Super Bowl. I believe that. I really, really do. But I don't know. If he can't perform with this team... Well, what are you going to do moving forward? Because of the financials, you can move away. So that has to be entertained. Again, my number one goal after all the injuries was let's figure out if Jimmy G's the guy for the future. I don't mind. If, if Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback in 2021, I'm not upset. I'm not calling for his head. But I'm saying as a coaching staff, as a fan base, as a team, you've got to figure out, do we have our guy? You can't answer that now for at least another month. You're only going to get to see him for four games. I don't know. I'm willing to find other options is, is what I'm saying. If Jimmy Garoppolo is a quarterback in 2021, I don't think that's a bad play, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you better get some better weapons around him. That's for dang sure. Um, so anyway, take that for what you want. Uh, let's go into the 2020 cap. Here we go. Bad news. We're 31st in cap space for this year. <laughs> now, we added about a million, so it's going to jump up a little bit, but not much. Now, we have $1.45 million before the Quan deal. This puts us right at about $2.4 million. That's it. We don't have that much money. Good news, we're third least in the amount of dead NFL cap space, which means we're paying for our players. Um, a lot of teams, you know, the Quan deal, our dead money goes up a little bit, but we're paying for our guys. They're just all on injured reserve. So you kind of take that for what you want. We only had $6.9 in dead cap before the Quan deal. Now, probable cuts, we talked about Jimmy G. Let's talk about tradable players and their contracts, okay? I'm not saying we should trade these players. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying these are tradable assets that other teams will be inquiring upon. Trent Williams. I don't want to trade Trent Williams, but he carries a lot of value in the NFL. He has zero dead money and 6.1 um, cap savings. Now, all of this is prorated. So the 49ers have played eight games. So let's just say hypothetically, I'm due one, I'm due 16 million this year because I'm valuable. I'm John Chapman. I bring a lot to this team. Um, I'm the best at my position, whatever. I'm $16 million this year against the cap. What happens is those numbers, it, it gets a little murkier, but they get divided up into 16 chunks, right? Uh, 16 game checks. Now, it's not always that easy, but for our statistical purposes, I'm not going through every single contract and measuring those out. So what I did is I went through and I divided all of them in half. They played eight games so far. They have eight games left. So for example, Trent Williams was due $12 million and some change to start the year. Well, that means he only has $6 million, $6.1 million left uh, if we trade him. So if we if we traded Trent Williams, I think you would get $6.1 million cap savings. Now, what could you get for Trent? You can get a second round pick for him. You can get a second. Uh, here, here's your question. Would you swap Trent Williams straight up for Sam Darnold? I don't know. Um, this is kind of the mindset. I'm not saying to do that, so don't cuss my grandparents out just yet. 
uh, wait just a little bit, just putting this out there. We're just playing devil's advocate, trying to find value in some of these assets. Chikwaski Tart, if we traded him now, which again, the trade deadline is tomorrow. We have 24 hours. One and a half millions would be dead. We'd eat that. 2.3 million would be saved. I think Tart, I think you're talking a fifth round pick. I really do. Not because the value that he brings as a player, I think he's a quality starter, but because it's such a team-friendly deal. It's super, super cheap. So if you're in competition, um, you know, you're a playoff team and you're missing a safety, Tart would start on a lot of leagues. I, I think Tart's having the best year of his career. Robbie Gold, oh, our kicker. Yeah, kickers have value. Not a lot, but um, you'd get $2.2 million cap savings this year if you traded this guy. So, Robbie Gold, what could you get for him? Maybe a sixth or a seventh. <laughs> That's it. Let's say you probably what you would do is you would do Robbie Gold and a sixth, and you would get back a fifth. Uh, that, that'd be kind of the, the idea. Uh, Juan asked this, do you think the 49ers could trade Sherman? His health is the big concern. This is the last year on Sherman's uh, deal. So, a team would have to – you're buying – damaged goods and I, I don't mean to insult sherman he's incredible but you don't know how long he's going to be out he's taking injections in his foot and he's still wearing walking boot and we haven't heard anything from him and all those things so if you're trading for richard sherman you got to think he's still going to be out a month i don't know if you like that so the idea of trading richard sherman from a contractual standpoint makes a lot of sense who the hell is going to bring that contract in I don't, I don't think it's possible because he's not healthy um yeah uh, take that or whatever you want. Uh, Dub Phoenix says Rappaport just said Darnold had an MRI on his shoulder and it's aggravated, but plans to play through it. Yeah, that aggravation in his shoulder is called the Adam Gase syndrome. Um, you get that guy the hell out of there, he's going to be just fine. Um, man, I wish we could get Darnold. I really, really do. Um, I get it. He's a USC guy. I'm not a big USC guy, but whatever. Um, anyway, take that for what you want. Let's keep going. Jimmy Ward. I really wish we would do this trade. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you don't save much. Uh, Jimmy Ward's got $2 million dead cap this year. You'd only save a million, but you would get to see what Tarvarius Moore is doing. And here's my deal. Let's say you don't want to trade Jimmy Ward. I think that you might be able to get something for him. Ah, not much. It, because his contract next year is big. But let, let's say you trade Jimmy Ward. Now you get to see your young, promising talent. This year, you're not winning the Super Bowl, guys. We talked about that. 49ers aren't winning the damn Super Bowl. Um, so let's find out. Jimmy Ward is the freaking Jimmy Garoppolo of the damn defense. You surround him with greatness, he's going to be good. You can't even find pictures of Jimmy Garoppolo on the damn field during the broadcast until after the play when he's talking trash to everybody, including the refs. She had actually <laughs> he had a reason to talk trash. But let's say, okay, fine. You want to keep Jimmy Ward? Trade the young safeties. They are valuable assets that team want because they're so cheap. Again, let's look at this. Marcel Harris and Tarvarius Moore. Very similar numbers. They're not, they're so cheap. They're so cheap. They're on like almost minimum deals. Uh, Marcel Harris actually is on a minimum deal. Tarvarius Moore a little bit more. But you could trade those guys for, I think, I think you could trade Tarverius Moore for a fourth rounder. I think you could tra trade Marcel Harris for a fifth or sixth rounder because he is so cheap. Now, you know, you talk about these guys, all 32 teams like players like this because they are free. 
They don't cost. They don't hit your books because their deals are so low. Now, this is the last year of their deals, right? So they're going to be getting paid, but you can see if they fit in your system. So even if you're you know, a playoff contender, you could get these young guys, plug them in right now and see if they fit. Or if you're trying to build for the future, you could say, well, uh, this is a relatively cheap starter that we could get, see if it plans out, and then we don't have to draft a safety. But instead, the 49ers just going to sit him on their bench and keep playing Ward even after he has terrible game after terrible game after terrible game. Ah, Makes me mad. Last player that I think is tradable and has value that is a realistic possibility is Kevin Givens, who I love. Another super cheap contract. Um, I hope we keep him. But, again, for a team on defensive interior, I don't think you could get a lot for him. Again, you're talking that six-round territory. But, again, this is what happens. Look at the trades across the NFL. People aren't throwing around second and third picks, round picks. That's not what happens. Um, now, I'm seeing some questions about Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I think is incredible. Um, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick, but here's my issue. You like Ryan Fitzpatrick for the 2020 season, not the 2021 season. He's not the answer for the future. I'm concerned about 2021 much more so. So let's say we trade whatever. They'll take peanuts, right? You trade peanuts, you get Ryan Fitzpatrick, you bring him in, you plug him in. It's, it's so freaking entertaining as we've seen. And you just let him do his thing and maybe you get that 6th, 7th seed into the playoffs. Maybe you win a game, whatever. Okay, cool. What do you do in 2021? Are you rocking a 39-year-old Ryan Fitzpatrick out there to win the Super Bowl? No, Ryan Fitzpatrick can't win a Super Bowl because his consistency is its some of the worst ever. He's either the best player on the field or the worst. You know, I call it the Russell Westbrook syndrome um, because, yeah, his highlight games, whenever you watch him, is incredible. But then you see him and he's costing his team the game and you're just, that's four interceptions at any time. It, it, it's rough. It's, it's, it's not good to say the least. Um, yeah, again, Andy Dalton, no thank you, man. I, I just don't want him. Now, cuttable players, is there a lot of money we can save? There's not. There's really, really not. You could try to uh, cut the cap, man. Um, he's got $1.3 in dead cap if you cut him. You'd save 150000 though, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> so if you can't trade um, Dante Pettis for a 2025 seventh rounder, cut him one minute. After the freaking cap or uh, the trade deadline's over, cut him. Tom Compton, who has not been active yet, um, he's got a million in dead cap. You'd save 160000 so there's nothing really there because if you cut him, you got to activate another guard, um, which you got to pay him once they're on there. So th that's kind of a loss. CJ Beathard, you can't cut now because Jimmy's hurt. Number 27, um, you know, zero dead money on that deal. You'd save $350,000, but again, you'd have to pay that for whoever you activate which I'm okay with because then you're trying to get these young, talented guys in there to see if they're a fit for the future. We know number 27 is not a part of the future. He's just not. He can't be. Um, he's number 27. Um, anyway, that's the 2020 numbers. Now, the 2021 cap, the base cap drops, right? It's $198 million this year. Next year, it's going to be 176 The 49ers have the 19th most cap space before... The Quan Alexander trade. I recalculated the numbers. That's going to put us now. We are the 15th most cap space. We're right smack dab in the middle, which is great because we've already talked about 2021. We already have a legit roster. We already have a playoff caliber roster. We have money. We have 22.8 million. And if you want to know how bad it is, nine teams 
Nine teams in the NFL currently are negative in cap space for next year. It's going to be a problem. But I think the 49ers are a decent space now. That deal, that quad trade was huge. Huge. Um, I can't say enough about getting rid of that contract. And then I think it's a double positive because now you've got Dre. Now you can allow this young guy to develop next to Fred Warner. Ah, man, I'm excited about that. There's a lot of silver linings today. Yeah, there's money down the drain. <laughs> it's the law of sunken costs, though. You can't allow a previous bad decision to make you stay in a bad decision. Um, you can't do it. So I, I'm so glad the 49ers saw and they got the hell out. You got something. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> it, it is. It's a lot of money gone. I, I do get that. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got a faithful story from you this week, and I love this story. This is freaking awesome. So if you haven't yet, head over to iTunes. Just type in iTunes 49ers Rush Podcast. You don't have to have an iPhone. You don't have to have a Mac. You can do it from an Android. You can do it from a laptop. You can do it from desktop, whatever. This is the best way to help the show. Best way. Type that in. Leave a five-star review and tell us how you became part of the faithful. Why are you here? We got our butts kicked this week. <laughs> you're here because you're the faithful. You're here because we're the best fan base in sports. Yeah, we whine a lot, but that's okay. Um, we're San Francisco. It's okay. But this story, leave how you became a part. This is a story from Josh. It's freaking awesome. Okay, He says, hi, my name's Josh, and I've been a fan for 33 years. I was born, raised, and still live in New York, other side of the coast. As a child, I barely knew anything about football or sports really at all. One day in school, this is hilarious, doing a times table test. Some of you guys might see where this is going. After the test, a girl in front of me yelled out, so I can remember, seven times seven, because it's my favorite football team, the 49ers, the girl said. So she can remember seven times seven. It's 49. Don't have to get your calculators out. Trust me on that one. So, of course, I said that's my favorite team, too. All young boys are the same. Girl likes something. We like something. It's what it is. We're simple, simple creatures. That night, I asked my dad who the 49ers were. My dad's a very calm, non-excitable person. Well, his eyes lit up, and he said the greatest team maybe ever. Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, John Taylor, Roger Craig, Ronnie Lott, and on and on and on. I've never seen my dad that excited to this day. And I've been a 49ers fan ever since. Thanks for reading this novel. Great job on the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate that, um, Josh. You keep talking. I'll keep listening. I appreciate it. And I want to say thank you uh, to the Times chart, 7 times 7 to 49. And, of course, that very persuasive young girl in class in New York City. Uh, that is just a cool story. Uh, 7 times 7 equals 49. Boom. We, we got it done there. Um, I like it. Uh, another bit of news that just came across the Twitter feed. Uh, Chris Mortensen. I love Chris Mortensen. One of my favorite humans ever. Humble brag right here. Uh, probably my most, inf I don't know how to phrase this correct without making it sound like a douchebag. So I'm just going to be a douchebag. Chris Mortensen follows me. It's kind of like my claim to fame. Um, I'm pretty sure he has me muted. But uh, yeah, for some reason, Chris Mortensen followed me uh, a while ago. And I thought that was my like beacon shining moment. Uh, but I still do. I still do. I updated my Facebook profile, which I'm not on Facebook, but whatever. Uh, anyway, Chris Morrison came out 
and said the NFL Competition uh, Committee is presenting a 16-team playoff kind of whatever backup plan because they're expecting games to start being canceled. This affects the 49ers big time for several reasons. One, bye weeks are running out. Teams are getting COVID all across the country. The COVID numbers more this week than ever before. Uh, Not trying to get political. That's 100% factual, right? But the problem is teams are getting it more and more. You're seeing players. You're seeing coaches. You're seeing training staff, whatever. A.J. Dillon running back for the Packers, who we played this Thursday. We played in three days. He played. He got tested positive and played in the game. So he's he's out. He's already been ruled out of Thursday. But now they're trying to track all of the players because what if it spread to any of them? Whatever. Now, none of those have happened yet. But you do have to understand there's a strong chance if one more person, one more person gets in on the Packers before Thursday, you're talking about postponing this game. Uh, they'd postpone it probably Thursday to Sunday. Um, and then from there, Sunday to Monday or Tuesday. But the Packers don't have a bye week. They've already had it. So how do you reschedule? They're they're booked straight through. This is the problem where the NFL is now. You know, you go back to nobody thought play, uh, football was happening, period. We, we pushed through it, and we have football. And, and I said, you know, I think it'll start. I don't know if it'll finish. Well, now we're kind of in that hour where it's kind of weird. Because here, here's the issue. You've got two possibilities. Number one, you, you cancel the week before the Super Bowl, right? So week 17 happens. Every player plays their 16th game. Then you have wild card weekend, divisional round, week off for radio row and all that stuff, publicity, TV shows, whatever else. Then you have the Super Bowl. So what you would do first, this is what the NFL will do first. Cancel that week right before the Super Bowl. So it'd be week 17, everybody finished their 16th game, but let's say for just whatever, the Packers 49ers game gets canceled this week. We can't play. I don't think that's going to happen, but let's just play it out. That happens. What's going to happen is you go from week 17 to a COVID makeup week where everybody sits out except for the 49ers and Packers. Then you go straight through Wild card, division around, NFC championship, straight to Super Bowl. That's that's option one. But that just gives you one makeup game. The second option is what they're talking about here. You would go to a 16-team playoff season, okay, uh, because of all the games canceled to COVID, because the bye weeks are running out, and it would be no first-round bye. It would be one versus eight. This is the NFL Competition Committee, which is made up of people like Bill Polian, former executives, head coaches, things like that. Like These are big-time people that have been around the league for a long time. Hopefully, we don't have to get to that. One thing I will say is I'm pretty happy that they're actually going through some of these ideas and concerns now before we get there. Um, so we'll have to kind of see what happens there. But uh, anyway, that's what we've got for my Patreon subscribers. I do want to say thank you. When the film comes out, um, I will be breaking down uh, every offensive, defensive play. I don't want to watch them all again, but we're going to understand why they worked, why they didn't. If you haven't joined us on Patreon, what's your problem? Come on, guys. 
come on, let's go. Head over to Patreon, type in 49ers Rush Podcast, get over there. Uh, it's where all the cool kids go, and you're the cool kids. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I will not have a podcast tomorrow night. I will have Patreon breakdowns early in the morning. Um, I might be able to get two done um, tomorrow. We'll have to see what happens. It is election day. If you haven't voted, go vote. And if you're skeptical and you don't care about presidential race, I don't care either. Uh, I do care, but vote local, vote local. You you want to see change in politics? It's local, uh, literally libraries. You get to vote for libraries. Who doesn't like libraries? My kid goes there all the time. Uh, <laughs> anyway, go vote, go vote, go vote. Um, you guys are incredible. Thank you so much for all the support. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. Leave your story on iTunes. Let us know how you became part of the faithful. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.